I've run out of like songs to sing before the podcast. You don't have to sing a song before the podcast. I feel like it gets the things off on a good mood. Often I, I edit that bit out. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be edited out because the world wants to hear me sing. No. Let's there was a time I used to look into my father's eyes. Those times were weird. <laughs> and there's every none. Don't you worry, don't you worry, child. It's time for advanced analytics. It's that time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on mother effing out. Win streak, baby. Two in a row, back to back days. And I just, I want to get real. I had to push, I didn't tell guy I was doing this, but I had to push Magic Mayhem forward to the top of the show. Because <laughs> they won. to the top of the show. That is amazing. They, man, I can't say how proud I am of this team. Okay, so for those of you who haven't been following the results, uh, this is t- the Orlando Magic this evening, team for anyone who's tuning in for the first time. This evening, I watched them beat the Cavaliers, one of my all-time most hated franchises. And to begin with, I was like, they've got this in the bag. The Magic have got this. The Cavs are a mess. But then, man, it wasn't looking good. They were down five with 30 seconds to go. Jeepers creepers. They came back and they won that game Man, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Evan Fournier hits a... Th- oh, well, it was actually a long two. His foot was on the line. But a, basically a three-pointer to win the game. I cried tears and not like a little bit. Did you actually cry? Yeah. That's effed up. Man, you don't know what... I'm I- worried about your mental health. <sighs> See, I was frustrated when I saw... I only saw that last result. I literally just fast-forwarded to the end of the game and just watched that last shot. And I was frustrated that it went in. Because I was like, the Magic want to move away from Fournier and this crappy team, not embrace him as so a hero. I was going to talk about Fournier regardless of this shot, because he actually has done a lot to endear himself to me just, this just, week. Just to let people know, Paul wasn't going to d- talk about this game on the Magic Mayhem because he hadn't watched it yet, but luckily I had to go away and do some work. I'd interview a guy who runs a 24-hour oh. guppy fish farm. Yeah. That's not even a joke. That's what I was actually doing. And so in that time, Paul watched the game, and then now he's so hyped. No, no, no. I was going to be hyped anyway, because yesterday's game... Win. No, here's the thing. Today, they didn't play their best. They played Ye- the Cleveland Cavs. Yesterday, on the, the... Hawks beat the Cavs. I know. What? I know. You, you, let me finish. Okay. Yesterday, on the road in San Antonio... Yeah, it's a good win. They played, I think, one of the best all-round games of Orlando Magic Basketball I've seen in years. Every player... Unbelievable, and it was like watching a different team because I've I've kind of figured out one of the things, one of the the main reason I don't like Fournier and and Vucevic most of the time is they play this buddy ball offense, and the ball just doesn't move around and and no one else is involved. There's nothing worse than constant um, Vucevic dribble handoffs. Yeah, no, but also it's just like it's just like there's no passing, there's no ball movement. It's just two guys just trying to go one on one kind of vibe. Against the Spurs, we were moving it around, and the results, it just made all the difference. We looked great. Um, Terrence Ross, man, I love that guy. 
He's been great the last can you, two games. Can you just use a bit of objectivity for a second and just okay. think back to like the last five Magic games? Because mm. I think before these two wins, the Spurs won on the road going around. That is a great win. They, the Magic were in the doldrums. Yeah, a little bit. But here's the it, thing. It hasn't been a good they, week for them. They had a, one of the toughest record uh, schedules to begin the season. Yeah. I think they had the third hardest strength of schedule. Yeah. And they just weren't shooting well. But I think that was partly just because of the um, stagnation on offense. This is why sports um, fanaticism is a lot like religious fundamentalism. Like, it doesn't matter what happens, you're going to find the silver lining in this magic no, dream run. No, no, but it's not It's not that. It's just enjoying the highs. Do you enjoy the highs while the highs are coming? Yeah. And what about the um, the lows? Well, the lows the other day, yeah, I didn't enjoy them. <laughs> but they lost to the Kings at home them? and someone else at home? Yeah, why does that matter? It's irrelevant right now. Well, is okay. Well, the magic. Uh, congratulations on your two win win streak. Um, bloody good. Yeah. Sorry, man. I really popped you above balloon there. They're going well. I just I just get frustrated by them as a, I'd say they're one of my top all time, especially because the Kings looking quite good at the moment. The Magic are like on my list of like um, most frustrating teams. I find them quite annoying. All right. Well. Sorry, man. That was too negative. That's fine. Let's Did pick. I reckon next week I might ban you from Magic Mayhem. <laughs> It'll be a solo. Well, I was going to ban you from Magic Mayhem because, as I said, Paul was going to do Magic Mayhem without watching today's game for the no, no, podcast. Yesterday's game was I was so I was very hype about the, the buzzer beat. A win. little bit topical. Yeah, but yesterday. But someone, topical. someone who does, I'd say, would you say you have the world's leading Orlando Magic podcast segment? Yeah. I'd say you would. I mean, I've never heard of anyone else doing it. Maybe, uh, there, is there other Magic podcast? Yeah, there is. Uh, but, so it's podcast seg- segment. You might not be the leading podcast, but the leading podcast. You, I'd say you'd be the only Atlanta Magic segment well, the, in the world. The main, I think the main... But like, ma- who else would do a segment about that? The main Magic podcast... It's like doing a segment uh, about AstroTurf. Like, the, why the, would you talk about that? AstroTurf's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so the Atlanta it's Magic. Be- it's as pretty, pretty as grass, but without any of the maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... I listened to the Magic podcast once, and it's weird because it's just one guy. That is weird. Like, there's no banter. He's got no <laughs> mate. Yeah, that's sad though. You should do a podcast. You should podcast with him over Skype. You, you know what? Maybe you're right. Yes, Maybe you I'll should. leave this podcast and <laughs> no, take don't my leave talents this one. <laughs> to <laughs> well, uh, uh, not if, South Beach, but a if, different part of if Florida. You're, if your um, if your uh, if your talents are being extremely hyped if the Magic won their last game or extremely <laughs> depressed if they lost their last game, then he can have that, eh? Um, it's time for the Week in Review. Week in Review. Um, Jamal Murray just got a great win for the Nuggets. I wish I'd written down who they beat. Oh, the Boston Celtics. Mm. 48 points. A forty-eight, a, a statement game for Jamal, one, Mo, Jamal Murray, Murray, and for the Nuggets, whose last statement game against the Lakers they actually lost. So it's good to see one of the best teams in the NBA, like you know, shining on the brightest stage. And uh, controversy, as he had a crack for fifty, the last second of the game, he jacked up a deep three. Why not? It's your night. It's your party. And um, Kyrie was so angry that he took the game ball and threw it into the stands. I just thought I just realized that Jamal Murray would would want that ball. Yeah, such I didn't, a dick uh, yeah, move. Yeah, think eh? about that. Unbelievable. I can't figure out why players get. And I guess it hasn't happened to me much, but players get so annoyed by showboating when the game's over. It was well over. It was a ten yeah. point game at least. No, you were beaten. What, yeah, but you get so angry. It, well, the, the reason is because the 
they've lost. Yeah, so they're, they're, so they're frustrated that, they've lost and then they and then want something to blame. Yeah, when, yeah. Some, when someone does something like that, it is triggering. But, is but, it, but what Kyrie did was way more obnoxious. Oh, no, for sure. The game board. He surely I hope, suspended. I hope that, no, 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 no. <laughs> What? Yo, he didn't. I don't think he gets suspended for throwing a ball into the crowd. Into the crowd? Yeah, no, but if like. That ball hit some. Whoa, what was that? Oh, it would peaking out because too much excitement. Well, I, ho- I hope these no, but, levels aren't too um, high for people. If that ball. Hits, turn your podcast If down. that ball hits someone. Yeah. At that speed, from that distance, a basketball would hurt. But yeah, but he threw it like in kind of a lofted way. Like, but up into the grandstand. Okay, so you're worried about the health and safety yeah, of the people. If they hit someone in the face, <laughs> that's like a broken That's nose. what I love about you. Your take is always so weird, and your main concern is the safety of the people yeah, in the stand. you've got to suspend him one game. Although, you don't suspend... Mate, Chris Paul got um, suspended, suspended two games for punching. Yeah, that should have been... They should, they should have got at least 10, those guys. Because... Um, well, I'm going to bring up some suspension, a suspension later in the in the podcast. Ooh, so can't wait. So um, stay tuned for that. But um, what I was going to say is, 48 points is a lot of points. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> thank you for that. That's insight. one point for every hour of the Magic's winning streak. This 48 is, hours, a, two days. This is a high quality podcast. Um, we do have emails. Thank you so much for the emails. Emails are coming out. That's my favorite segment now. Guyimport gmail.com. We've got too many emails to read out, so I'm so excited to get to that. Um, but coming up uh, right now, I want to talk about Derek Rose scoring 50 points. That, that happened almost a week ago now, it feels. But um, we should talk about it just because it was so significant. Crazy to see Derek Rose, you know, former MVP and everyone's favorite Chicago Bulls jersey to buy. Um, you know, he was, I thought he was hitting out of the league. You know, famously laughed at when he said the New York Knicks had a super team. Tom Thibodeau, literally days before that, said he was, you know, an MVP you know, trying to get back to MVP level or something like that, and everyone laughed at him. Yeah. And then he puts out a 50-point game. It was, it was such a great story, and he seemed so, like, you know, overcome with emotion about the uh, event. He cried. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a beautiful scene. I thought it was, re- I was really happy for D-Rose. Yeah, okay. You got nothing to... <laughs> um. So your comment on the 50-point game, on the 48-point game was, that's a lot of points. Your comment on the 50-point game is, okay. Okay, 50 points. Man, that's um, take two points off, and that's a, a point for every hour of the Magic's win streak. <laughs> okay. I don't um, think you understand the Magic are on a win streak. Yeah, that's real good. I see it's clouded your, Screw judge- your, 50 your judgment. Points. My two observations is one: it was sad to see a commentator talking about him, um, talking about Derek Rose overcoming his um, sexual assault <laughs> allegations. That one, I don't think you overcome that. And that's still quite problematic, and I think that's still mm. going through the legal system now. So that was a real bad choice of words. Yeah, well, that's why I was worried to say that I was moved by his. Well, that's why I wasn't really moved by it because I wasn't really sure what happened in that. He's going through the due due process, and um, I mean, let the courts decide. But it's just don't say that he just don't. There's bad phrasing by that commentator. Don't say he didn't. He overcome his um, gang rape allegations. <laughs> uh, shouldn't even laugh at that. Um, Lakers purple uniforms that that um, they were wearing on that game, unbelievably bad. Yeah, like the, I can't say I, I, I can't say I like it. Nike's weird, nailed the yellow ones yeah, with the old school look this year. Agree. The white they go white ones, don't they? As well, do they? Uh, maybe they haven't worn them yet. I don't think. If they are you don't sure, do. I think they have. I think the white ones are good. So the purple ones, um, and this is something that's never happened before. Nike butchered the yellow ones last year when they released banana yellow coloured jerseys. 
um, that looked shocking, especially Lonzo Ball for some reason. You know Kobe used to wear a singlet that was too big for him? Yeah. Well, Lonzo Ball seems to wear one that's too tight for some... Lonzo Ball just he pain, pains me to look at him, eh? I don't know why. Um, I was going to make a joke about his acne. I try not to make fun of people's appearance, so I'll just move on from there. Um, what are you doing? You're Googling to see if they've got white uniforms. Yeah. There's no Googling in this podcast. We said if you can't get a fact right, then just pretend. I say they've got white ones and the <laughs> white ones look good. Yeah, I believe that. I'm not even going to dispute that. Just the black stripe down the side. Yeah, I think black and purple and yellow. Yeah, So get, bad. Yeah. So bad. And it's weird because we're giving them so much credit for their great yellow uniforms there to go F it up. Um, speaking of the Lakers, it's obligatory to talk about them. They got shredded by the Toronto Raptors. I was so proud. We're up like... 40-11 at one point, I think. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. And I will say this, and this is one of the things that frustrated me about the NBA, I predict a um, huge improvement in the um, uh, LA Lakers, and that's based 100% on schedule. Um, it's really interesting how ESPN, like, in, in any, but shit, we do, like anyone runs on narratives, and narratives in the NBA are so much down to um, fatigue, injuries, and schedule, and the LA Lakers, while they've had a bad start to the season, are bound to go on a streak as their upcoming games are uh, Timberwolves, who are tough, Kings, who are weirdly tricky at the moment, then Hawks, who are easy beats, Trailblazers, who are beatable, Magic, who are incredibly tough, and I hear they're on a great win streak at the moment, Heat, who are um, bad, Cavaliers, who are bad, Jazz, who are you know a bit confused, Magic again, that's a real tough game. Uh, you know, like the, the, for a team that's been through the Western Conference mixer, they have this struggle. I almost think the the NBA um, uh, uh, scripters, the the people who make the they're not scripters, but the people who make the schedule, I like, almost do that to LeBron, like make it a tough start and then have them overcome adversity with a few easy wins against the Magic and Hawks. They ain't beating the Magic. Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, wait and see. Or it depends what Magic they get. Anyway, yeah. I just hate when people go, "Oh, the Lakers are going terrible." When really they played, they're a new team and they played tough games, mm. and then they'll go, "Oh, the Lakers are going amazing." As LeBron scores I, forty um, points against of, the Atlanta Hawks. Of the Lakers, I would just like to quickly lead you, just very briefly, lead you into the fantasy forest. Oh, I'd like to go in there. Um, just to pop in and just say uh, <laughs> that my team is a is, land of fantasy. No, someone's uh, like a yeah. guy with like um, sheep's legs is playing a little um, wind flute. Yeah. She, a little fawn. A centaur? No, a fawn. He's a little fawn. Mr. Tumnus. It's the. F- Who's Mr. Tumnus? He's the fawn from Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. Oh, Narnia. That, that got weird, man. Did um, you come here with your nerd stuff. Did you Wait, did you read the Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe? No. Or did you watch the movie? I watched the film and only because <laughs> they filmed it in New Zealand. Good. No reading, no learning. Yeah, no. Good. Mate, don't worry. This, that goes out to all our listeners as well. Books. No, books are for nerds. For nerds. Sports, good. Cool. Movies, okay. Now, nah, movies. If they've got. As long as it's not a doco. Or cool. they've got like Vin Diesel or something cool. In yeah. There. Any like film not a doco. Some mint, cool. B- mint babes. Um, this has already gone longer than I wanted it to. I just wanted to pop into the forest, bring you guys in here just yeah, to pop say. pop into um, the forest, and there's like a little like um, goose there that's wearing a little jacket. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we've got enough <laughs> colouring for the kind of. Forest vibe, um, but sit down on this little toadstool, and while I explain to you that um, oh, what's that? It's a caterpillar smoking a pipe. It's opium. That's a bit effed up for a children's <laughs> book. That's that's really messed up. To be honest, um, it's a pretty powerful drug. Uh, but anyway, I've brought you here just to tell you that uh, my fantasy team is three and zero. 
is the caterpillar choking on his opium pipe. Uh, and, uh, oh, who's been my franchise player so far? Just JaVale McGee. Yeah. NBA leader in blocks. Are you nervous that they're going to pick up um, Tyson, Tyson Chandler? Chandler? Uh, I think it's fine because, I mean, he's he's already... It's just, I think they're just trying to strengthen their backup. Was JaVale, JaVale seems like... I, I, okay, I, uh, there's nothing I hate more than people say things, like something goes wrong and then people go, oh, it's because you did this and says the thing that is obvious in retrospect, you know? But mm-hmm. is it not obvious in retrospect that JaVale McGee was going to be a bit of a fantasy magnet this year because the because he was just going to get minutes because of the Lakers lack of centers. Yeah, well I picked him up for re- I picked him up before he but, played a game. Yeah, well, no no what I'm saying was was, was there not a lot of competition to get him. I thought there would be. So here's what happened. I drafted my team and as as every year it happens, I'm the last to start drafting and the first to finish. That's a great pick. That's a great strategy. And I finished and then I was like looking at guys who were still available because I basically got all the prospects I'd wanted, wanted basically. Yeah. And and then I was like, JaVale McGee hasn't been taken yet. And I thought he'd be fought over. So I actually, um, I tried going to a, a team who came last place last year. Yeah. And I tried telling him, I wrote it on a note and gave it to him. What? What? Are you so cocky in fantasy that you're slipping notes to other people to try and help no, them out? No, 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 no. It was, it was, to, it was because I thought other people would want him. Yeah. So I thought instead of people who I'm, who I was thinking would be maybe my closest competitors getting him. Yeah. I would choose the team, the least threatening team to take him. Um, but they didn't. So you're trying to up his value? No, I was trying to just convince. It's like so. So you were there yeah. in a room with everyone else, and you wrote down on a piece of paper. What'd you write down? It's like this. Imagine if, okay, I, I'm considering my, in this situation, I'm considering myself the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. And then uh, a good player is available, right? Yeah. Uh, well, JaVale, we'll say. Uh, and I'm worried that the Houston Rockets are going to yeah. get him. Yeah. So instead, I'm like, hey, yo, um, Ad- Atlanta Think Hawks. of a real bad team. Um, I'll think of one. Atlanta Magic. No, um, who even was the who had top draft pick last year? Um, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. I'm like, hey yo, Phoenix Suns. Um, you should pick up JaVale McGee. Yeah. Just to keep him away from the Rockets. Yeah, and this idiot, what did he do? Well, let's not be let's not be this mean. Um, well, to be honest, this I almost think scum of the earth. I actually Muffet uh, of a um, man. Well, the thing is, no one picked up JaVale McGee. Half man, half vegetable. Um, no. <laughs> No, um, no one picked up Javale. He's uglier than a pig. No, and dumber than a rock. No, um, or a dumb rock, not even mate, a smart rock. You, you got to leave the forest right now. <laughs> okay, you got to leave the forest. <laughs> okay, I'm slushing um, out of the yeah. the enchanted forest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye, okay. Mister Opium Caterpillar. It was nice smoking yes. with you. Um, okay, I'm alone in the forest, uh, and I'll just quickly explain that no one picked him up. So then when the draft was over, I quickly moved um, Lowry Markinen, who's injured, to my injury reserve and picked up JaVale straight away. And he's legit been my best player so far. Uh, and he is leading the league in blocks. And that's the end. I'm leaving the forest now. Um, guy, wait up. Psh, psh, psh. I'm, out, I'm out of the forest. I couldn't hear you. I was too far away. Why, who are you talking to then? Yeah, touche. Um, speaking of good fantasy value, um, even though we're out of the forest, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. Is he good? Uh, I haven't really 
paid attention. Uh, well, how, he's doing well on the court. I don't know yeah. anything about fantasy the, um, basketball. The crazy thing about the Sacramento Kings is like that stat how um, Bielitsa is incredible and how much better he makes his teammates. Like they have, he has, they have their stats um, when he's not on the court and when he is on the court, like their shooting percentages and stuff, and they're just like so much better. So um, shout out to uh, Nemanja, Nemanja Bialica. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. But uh, you definitely not. He's been. I think he's Nemanji been. Nemanji Bialica. He's been like the key to their success. Hey, Nemanji Bialica, how you going, mate? Nemanja Bialica. I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, just great well, to see the Kings. Uh, famously, my the te- one of the teams I'm most depressed about all the time. Hmm. Doing. I'm a um, big Buddy Heald fan, man. Doing uh, and a big Trilly. Doing well story. and good to see the um, uh, good to see the Wizards doing badly. Um, as their their time of terror. Seems to be continuing. It's it's pleasurable to watch. You got anything else about the Wizards? Free Otto Porter. That's all I got to say. Well, he kind of is free because he's he's injured, so that's positive. Yeah, no, that's not free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, time to go to the emails. Yeah. Do we have an email sting? No, nah, but I'll make one, but not for this episode. We'll riff one now. You've got mail. That was shocking. E. Mails. That was kind of good. You could sing. Well, you don't shake your head. That was good. Um, here's the thing. How good are compliments? Hey. Good. Do you ever have someone who it might not even mean anything to them? Here, okay. I've got, I've got a lot of things to unpack here. First of all, I get suspicious when someone compliments me. Because whenever I compliment someone, it's normally because I see something they've got, think, that's terrible, stare at it. And then panic that I've stared at it too long. Like someone's got some shoes on, right? Mm. And they're like orange and red. They're the worst things you've ever seen in your life. Mm. Some and ones from 2002, all glossy and stuff. And you're like, those are the worst things I've ever seen. But then I stare at their shoes for so long, they have to go, awesome shoes, man. And then all of a sudden, I've like um, accidentally complimented them on something that I actually don't like. Mm. Am I a bad person? Maybe. When someone's got a, a weird, weird, weird haircut and you go, wow. Your hair looks so good, you know. When people and I feel like I get that a lot, mm. and it's, it, it never feels good, right? It's never good. Okay, yeah. so maybe the compliments are like that, but occasionally there's some good people out there in the world, and they don't sound like they're being fake, and they genuinely say, "Hey, guy, I love that jacket." Yeah, I'm like, "Thank you." I'm enjoying buying like retro windbreaker kind of '90s jackets. Yeah. Okay, what are you getting at? My point is compliments are lovely and you yes. should, people should do more of them because they work so well. It, make, it, it yeah. lifts your day, it lifts your whole week. Interesting you're saying this in the email segment. No, because no, emails, getting... I want to say thank you to everyone who sent their lovely emails because oh, A, okay. it's nice, I'm sending a compliment to our listeners mm. saying it's nice our listeners, listeners are smart, intelligent people. They're, like, they're quite onto it. Um, and B, because they're quite good content people are sending through. Mm. And B, Even um, just setting up an, an email shows a certain level of... <laughs> Intelligence, <laughs> um, but B. Everyone sent lovely compliments as well. So um, yeah, we've got like so many emails. I can't get to all of them today, but I'm going to get to the people I didn't get to last week. Um, and uh, yeah, people sent lovely compliments and lovely questions. So um, thank you to that. I'm going to slam this first guy though because Andrew Scott. Um, uh, I noticed he has a an extra.co.nz email account. That's weird. I don't know. It's like someone who has an AOL account or a, a, yeah. a, a Hotmail.com no, account. Hotmail's the like, only one I mess with. I got Hotmail. Yeah, Paul, 
Paul's got Hotmail. What, look, years ago, they tried to get me. They were like, you can change it to Outlook. Yeah, if you you're should. embarrassed. And yeah. I was like, nah, man. Because <laughs> people won't believe that it's Hotmail. Like they'll they'll find it hard to believe. I reckon. Because like no one has Hotmail. Like it's amazing. It. You're one of the few people on it. Um, so he talked about how it was interesting. Andrew Scott, thanks for the email. Absolutely lovely. Get off extra.co.nz. That's weird. I hope I haven't just, um, what do you call it on the internet where you actually... Cyberbully. Doxy. Nah. Nah. Where you, you, I hope you haven't given some... Uh, it's not like advanced analytics listeners are going to spam you with if that is your... I don't even know what your email is. Okay, let's move on from that. Um, he, he said, um, it's quite interesting talking about um, which Kiwis you, which uh, team Kiwi support? Because you don't have like a natural place. Yeah. Like he supported the Hawks because he had an uncle living there. Um, and then he says, "I ditched the Hawks for the Pacers in the late nineties. The time the Pacers were playing the Bulls in the conference finals. Been a fan ever since." Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying we didn't rec- recommend their uh, or mention their Hickory High, uh, high alternate unis. They're the only pro sports team I know to wear the uniform of a fictional <laughs> high school team. Yeah. That's, that's a really good, interesting point, eh? Yeah, that's very cool. It's like there's not many teams out there who, um, yeah, because it'd be one thing to take the Hickory High colours and kind of red and white, is in, in, or red and gold is probably kind of Indiana kind of colours, but then to have Hickory like written on the front, or not even Indiana, yeah. yeah, kind of a weird thing to do. Um, that's that magic next year, their city edition uniforms. Because of the Disney connection, yeah, I'm thinking maybe um, uh, the Wildcats are you from uh, High School Musical. Okay, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a bad idea. Um, are you a bit disappointed by the Magic's alternates? The City Edition, City, whatever they're called. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I was a little underwhelmed. Stop calling them City and Home and like well, the thing I love is like replica or whatever. They've got all these weird names. So Just call them First Kit White or whatever the whatever the Home traditional kit is. Second Kit. Um, whatever the other colour is, and then um, alternate, like so, like football. Yeah. What I loved is like last year they were like, when they announced the city editions, they were like, it'll be, they'll be inspired by like something from the city. Yeah. And so last year it was like Orlando um, space because it's like near Cape Canaveral. Canaveral yeah, yeah. Where the rockets are launched. So they're like space. For this season's first city edition, we will be venturing into space. And then it's like, okay, this year, what are they going to do? And they're like, we have decided to Venture into space yet again <laughs> with another space themed. Because literally the options were Disneyland, space, or SeaWorld, and <laughs> SeaWorld's abusing the dolphins, so they couldn't do that. No, the convention center. Um, uh, he, ta- he talks more about the end of the Pacers. Thanks for this, Andrew. He says, um, and like Utah, uh, they seem to have a white dude quota, um, and they may have progressed <laughs> to cloning. And he points out that Austin Crozier and Bojan Bogdanovic, two guys who look very similar, Austin Crozier being the player from like the 2000s, they both wear um, number 44. It's a really interesting point, eh? Yeah. And he also says, please revive where in the world is Tabo Cephalosha if, uh, if only to tribute the only NBA player who wears the, 90, uh, the Air Max 90s exclusively. Because Cephalosha, mm. it's kind of crazy, eh? He um, got that injury, possibly due to bullet, uh, police brutality. Yeah. And since then, the only shoes he's been able to wear on court is the Air Max 90, which is a retro running shoe that, you know, from the 80s. Wait, are you saying he, he has to wear it? He, no, he, that's what he wears. Yeah, yeah, but like you're saying, is it because of the injury? Yeah, he says it's the only thing that feels good with his foot problems. Wow. Should we go into it right now? Or should we save it? Oh, well, there's been another request for it. Okay. Um, how, cra- how crazy is this? Um, uh, Xavier Bidol, Bidolt, 
I'm sorry, Xavier, man. I, uh, I, I can't, I can't read French. He says, um, he's a, he's a. Oh, don't delete where he's from. Oh, a French listener based in London. How crazy is that? That's very cool. Xavier is so cool. I'm, I'm guessing if he's French, he's like probably says like Xavier or something cool. Bidol. I can't read it. Okay, I've Paul's been, been to, to France many times. As I, the guy's been to France twice, uh, three times. Three times. Paul Ooh, now I'll read the four. name. Will now read the name properly. Mm. Wait, you put your finger right on it. Uh. Xavier Bidol. Okay. <laughs> I think the T is silent. You just said the same thing as me, but a bit more racistly. Um, can we get Z- an update y- on Yavia. where... Yavia? S- Yavia Bidol. Thabo Sivalosha is the people need to know. No one needs to know where Thabo Sivalosha Yavia. is, but we'll, um, we'll announce it uh, anyway. Oh, wait, w- wait, what? Sorry. I was trying to think of his name. We're doing your segment, you dumb fuck. Okay. Well, he sneaks around the world from Istanbul to Oklahoma Saving ladies who were drowning, scoring hoops and getting stills With that solid on ball defense, better hope this man ain't on ya Tell me, where in the world is Tabo So, good news, uh, he's back So he hasn't played So he, he tore his... Um, MC, ACL Did it probably MCL? because he, he's playing in MX 90s um, so he tore that back in January so he he's, had it, people, if people don't realise he's wearing casual shoes on the court it's crazy okay. no here's here's where it gets crazier so he had uh, he tore his MCL or ACL or something back in in January and so he hadn't played I think MCL sounds like a thing so yeah okay ACL <laughs> um and then he, he hadn't played, but then he played in preseason, but then he hasn't played regular season until two games ago where he played three minutes, recorded zero stats, except I think a missed shot. And then uh, today against team? Toronto, Utah. So, yeah. yeah, he's in Utah. But he um, just can't get into the rotation. So he's been, wait, has every time we've done this segment, he's been in Utah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Uh, <laughs> But so today he played six minutes yeah. and he scored his first point back. One yeah. point, three rebounds, Look. two assists, a steal. No, but do you want to know why he hadn't played? He played preseason, yeah. but then he didn't play. Not because he's not in the rotation. He was suspended. For what? Breaching the anti-drug policy. Wow. And you're like, oh, maybe he was taking drugs because of this injury. Yeah. No, just four times failed the uh, tested positive for marijuana. Oh, well, how is that illegal? No, a third positive test for marijuana. Yeah, well, obviously smoking some marijuana. That could be injury medicine, though. Yeah. Um, I thought that was legal. Was he smoking in Utah where it's not legal? No, it's illegal. It's the NBA rules. Anyway. He's, this, not, go- he's not going to jail. The segment's... He's just suspended <laughs> from playing games. That's bullshit. The segment's called Where in the World is Tabo Cephalosha, not um, What is the Current Suspension Status <laughs> of Tabo Cephalosha. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, so uh, Xavier, sorry for messing up your name. Uh, yeah, maybe it's hard. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Um, he said a couple of positive points about Nick Vucevic. Remember, he is French. Uh, no. so he doesn't, he, yeah? Wait, who's saying. You're just saying Vucevic is French. No, 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 no. I'm saying oh, the guy sent the sorry, email. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Xavier sorry. is French. So it's just quite interesting. He doesn't have a he hasn't because I, I, for a second there I thought maybe he's just biased, but he's not biased. He's got no foot in the Vucevic camp. Mm. He says he has good fantasy value. Oh, or we sure. should definitely trade for him. 
would make the fantasy forest even more interesting than it already is. How could it be more interesting than a, um, it's got an effing um, caterpillar in it smoking opium. That's pretty dope. Mm. Um, although he's from Montenegro, he was born in Switzerland, very close to where Tabo Cephalosha was born. Wow. wow. Um, um, and, it, and, I, it's, and I think he was born where Nestle is from. And he said, I'm pretty sure they cross paths in Europe. That should count for something. That's fascinating. Okay. And uh, there might, it might be a stretch, but you can definitely rule out that he hasn't opened a school in Africa, much like one of your favorites, Bismarck. Biombo! And um, my post about that got me to the top of NBO Reddit with. Yeah, so with proud of you. Um, uh, question from Andrew Scott. He says, How likely is it that Kawhi, Kawhi signs with the Raptors? If he leaves, will he A, burn the franchise down with passive aggression like he did San Antonio, or overthrow like Jimmy Butler, or B, ask for a trade like PG, or C, say all the right things and quietly sign the Lakers in the style of Durant and Gordon Hayward, thereby taking the mantle of Vince as the most hated ex-Raptor who spurned Toronto. I, at this point in the season, with the Raptors look, look, looking so nice and him fitting in so well as a star player because Lowry and Ibaka are happy to play like more of a role behind him, um, I'm convinced that he will, at this point, and this is very early days, re-sign with them as long as they manage his injuries well, which they're doing fine so far, and um, treat him like the star. And it would be kind of a bad look for him because he's already got so much bad press to leave, I think, if he did do that Lakers thing or something like that. And saying that, though, winning cures everything. If he went to LeBron with LeBron and started winning like crazy and making the finals and stuff, then people might forget about it. But um, I don't think Raptors fans can be that bitter. Like, they traded for him. And it's mm. very sad. It will be very sad if that's the case, if they traded for him and they lose DeRozan straight away. But that is the calculated risk that um, um, Sao Jerry took, right? Like, it's like, he's like, this team's going nowhere. We've got a chance to get a top five talent. Let's do it. And um, I think most Magic fans are probably uh, behind that. I answered that question well. Anything to add? Magic fans. Oh, uh, Raptors fans, sorry. I um, For a brief harrowing second, I thought I was associated with the Orlando Magic basketball team. Um, well, I was originally going to say he stays in mm. Toronto. Mm. Uh, but, but after hearing my arguments, you've switched. No, no, just to play devil's advocate. Yeah. I'm going to switch. But yep. I'm going to say this. I don't say he goes to the Lakers. He's going to Clipper Town, baby. No, but... That's not what playing devil's advocate is. It's not just saying the opposite thing. Devil's advocate is like arguing the position of someone who might say he's going to the Lakers. Why would he go to the Lakers? No, I'm or saying he's Clippers. not going to the Lakers. Why would he go to the Clippers? Uh, I think just because... I think he's from... Over there somewhere? Maybe? <laughs> okay. I'm not going to Google it. I'm going to say he's from over there. I know he went to San Diego State... Um, yeah, yeah, he's from San Diego California, State. Maybe, yeah, and it wasn't one of the r- reasons he wanted to go to LA. Was like family, Jack. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, Jack, girl. I always think there's a weird excuse, though. I'm like, I think there's a nice way to make a trade sound more feasible. Like you're an NBA player, like fly your family out all the time. Mm. You go to LA in the I don't know. Like I'm sure. I don't know. It just it seems like a weird. Most people in their 20s and 30s can spend a bit of time away from family. I don't don't know. Anyway, Jack, players just say that because they want to move and they don't want to look like massive assholes so they pretend like it's got some other reason. Um, Like, clearly, uh, who was the last player to say that? Um, San Antonio Spurs, the guy who left Portland 
Um, LaMarcus Aldridge said that, and I was like, he just wanted out of Portland because he was sick of getting overshadowed by old mate. Um, Jack Gerling writes, um, yo, just had an idea. I was thinking you should rent as many billboards as possible in Auckland and promote John and Ben. No, look, this is not for this is not an email for um, John and Ben based emails. That's another show I work on. This is um, for my main job, which is the Advanced Analytics Podcast. But thanks anyway for the um, email. I appreciate it. But um, oh, and I did say you can write. You can write. Um, we're just reading out a hundred percent of the email. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Any email that comes in, we're reading them out. <laughs> Guy and Paul at gmail.com. What if it's like unless it's like personal or like pro Nazi? Oh yeah. Now if it's pro Nazi, we're not reading out any pro Nazi emails. But that's the limit. That's besides that, anything else goes. Pro Mussolini. No. Keen. I'm going to put the foot down. Uh, no, okay. Um, ben Buckendor. Man, names are hard. Nelson Ladd. Oh, you know this guy? Yeah. Ben Buckendor. I, I used to play against basketball against Oh, him. he says that in the email. Oh, he says, um, first he says, it heads up, season two, episode three is misnamed. It appears amongst the season one episodes. Okay. Hopefully you are able to sort that out. Thank you for your concern, yeah. Ben. Don't, you don't have to read out the like, logistical part. Paul, um, we actually used to ball together each other when your dad refed. Ha. He's laughing because old Gazza, our dad, terrible ref. Really bad ref. Um, yeah. He, uh, no, nah, he's all right. But Nelson in general, every – who wants to be a ref? No one. We play um, social so- soccer now. We've, uh, we've started a team. And uh, football, sorry. And uh, – we were, we were hanging around after a game, just having some kicks after a game the other night, and uh, about nine o'clock at night, a team yelled at a, a child ref so much that he started to cry. It was bleak as shit. Yeah. Also quite funny, but also bleak. I laughed, but then went and consoled the boy. Um, I like to think he's a big advanced analytics podcast fan and was probably like, wow, I really look up to you, guy. Um, so, you know, I feel a lot better now. And I'm like, that's, that's fine, kid. Uh, anyway, Ben writes... Um, uh, I had similar overseas balling experiences to you in um, Taiwan. I'm an average baller here in uh, Christchurch, but I tore it up on the local courts. Uh, he's saying Asian lads are outrageous jump shooters. Oh, interesting facts. Did we talk? Did you talk about tearing it up uh, overseas? Uh, no, no. Yeah, I talked about in Sc- in Scotland how um, they were sh- just shook by me <laughs> doing, doing fast, fast breaks. breaks. To be fair, though, of all the countries at basketball, I can't imagine a team. A country worse at Basel than Scotland. Like all these hairy, nuggety guys. Why are they playing in kilts? You try and dribble it through your legs, and it's getting caught up in like the right. like the livery of the uniform. Yeah, but let's say that about New Zealand. They'd be like, all these sheep farmers in gumboots. Yeah. No, gumboots help. They're, they're rubber soles. They're good for traction, and they've got good cushioning. Horrible so, jokes on you. Sport. Yeah, horrible ankle sport. <laughs> Imagine that, crossing <laughs> up a guy in gumboots. <laughs> um, no, nah, but Scotland, though. Have you ever heard of a Scotland basketball player? No. Um, there's a couple of br- br- It's quite weird. England's terrible at basketball as well. It's really interesting. Because like, basketball culture is kind Lowell of embraced Ding. there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Lowell <laughs> Ding. I, and I, I don't want to disrespect, maybe he is, but I felt like they just like rigged it up so he could play in the London Olympics, right? There was a, there was a guy, um, John Freeman. Amici, back in the day, Atlanta Magic Legend, John Amici. Um, Freeman or something for Portland. He was British, white guy with bad tattoos. Uh, oh, and this is from um, Matt, uh, the Phoenix Suns fan. This must, is this a guy who always hits us on Twitter? Probably. He's now gone to email as well. Um, he said, uh, Oi, talk about the Suns. <laughs> he just tweets us all the time saying, Talk about the Suns. Um, oh, man, well, shout out. Um, Devin Booker had a game winner yesterday. Um, talk about that. He says, uh, 
The Magic's organization is ass. Whoa. And so is your team. JK, love the pod. Um, you give me hope with New Zealand basketball. Oh, that's lovely to say. Um, thanks, Matt. And thank you I'm for... I'm just going to say, lucky you put that joke in there because I was about to <laughs> never mention the Suns again. Nah, thank you. And um, th- thank you for your maturity in sending us an email that has nothing to do with the um, Suns. And what? we've got heaps more emails. Uh, well, it no, seemed exclusively... No, 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 no. Didn't exclusively... Sorry, I mean to say didn't exclusively mention the Suns. Because ah, okay. like, like, uh, often... All he talks about is the Suns, so it's yeah. good to see he's branching out. And the out, Suns, great out. game winner yesterday. Yeah. Devin Booker was clutch. Um, all right, we're almost finished the podcast. We try, it's, it's now um, past midnight, so we should really stop doing this. Yeah, um, really. But uh, I've got Fantasy Forest is done. Where in the world is Tavo Cephalosh is done. It's time for another Guy Dear. Wait, what's the segment called? Guy I've Been Thinking. Oh, Guy I've Been Thinking. Guy, yeah. Should I change it to Guy Dear? What? This what, is my new segment. Mean? I made it up last week. Oh, it's a guy. It's a guy idea. It's a guy idea. Like it's an idea, okay. but it's come up with by me. Sweet. I don't know if he's original. Like sometimes when you're writing comedy, you write something that you've like from a Moses. Like it's not original. Like you've socked it up from somewhere else. You try not to do that. And I with guy ideas or guy I've been thinking. Yeah. Um, I try and come up with original ideas, but they may not be original. But I hope this is. Because I think this is great. Um, it's an NBA state of origin. So this is an Australian concept that I want to bring to America. So basically, um, the NBA has a problem, and that is that um, powerful teams with more money it can attract better players. And there's drafting. There's different parts of the process. But the biggest issue right now is there's, like, imbalance, I think. And there's, you, you, if you look at the NBA right now, there's maybe, like, five or six good teams, a lot of trash, and then a lot of teams that are really, really bad. And it'd be nice to have more parity than just like money. I feel like M- the NBA is moving more towards like a football-based model where teams are just going to have like... In the Lakers next year, who cares if they go over the salary cap? The Los Angeles Lakers, they're selling jerseys and TV rights all over the world. They're going to be fine if they have to spend like an extra $50 million in luxury tax or something like that. You know? That's what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like these teams are worth $3 billion now. What's the what's a bit of luxury tax going to hurt them? Golden State next year could sign all their players, go over the luxury tax and still be like a very valuable and profitable team. So um, you need more parity, more excitement, more... Um, a new angle. How about an off the off season World Cup format kind of tournament? You know, goes for like a month, um, and it's uh, state of origin, which is an Australian concept, which uh, we're basically all NRL players or uh, rugby league players come for it from either New South Wales or Queensland. And if they don't come from one of those places, then either they're screwed or they can maybe like claim some sort of loose tie to uh, an uncle or something like that to play for one of those teams. These are those two states play each other every year and they call it mate against mate, state against state. I don't know why I added in the catchphrase there. It's kind of lame. But um, they play each other in a three-game series. It's the biggest thing in um, Australian Rugby League. Like It's almost bigger than the NRL, the grand final of the competition. It's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So what if the NBA did this? What if they split up all the players? I should do more research on this for next week because it'll be interesting to see which players play for which team. But like every player goes back to their state of birth. Yeah. And get this, here's the extra twist. Countries can plan this as well, as, as well right? Because in, um, international basketball is a bit messed up and the issue is, is that America is just way too, much, way too strong. Like there's other good teams, and there's a fu- there's a future for teams like um, Australia, who are going to even New Zealand in the in the future might be able to get together like a great starting five with a little bit of depth or something like that. At least like five or six NBA players, but America just unbelievable. They have twelve amazing players, amazing depth. 
the best coaching. They're just so far ahead. They have they did have some dark years in the two thousands, but chances are they're not going to be caught. So how about Australia plays against California? That'd be a more fair fight. Australia's only got a population of twenty seven million. Uh, California's got a population of like 70, 80 million. Okay. Crazy. It'd be great. Um, Obviously, California, Illinois, Chicago, New York would be like the favourites, but there'd be some other good teams I'd there. Like to, Did you know that Steph Curry and um, LeBron James were born in the same hospital, I think? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was the one who told you that. Yeah, but now I'm telling you that. And, and so if I say, do you no. know, you say, yes, I did know that. I did know that. And it's time for me to jump on the back of yours with my uh, Paul Don't Lie. I'm not Paul Don't Lie again. Uh, I'm pulling it how it is. And um, I'm I'm going to play devil's advocate Yeah, and say that... the I think the NBA is... Oh, not this argument um, again. Yeah, keep on Exciting. Going. The, yeah. the the worst teams are much better now. No, they're not. Like, the Wizards are, like, the worst team. Did you they, see, like, got multiple All-Stars. Did you see the Knicks versus Bulls today? They are like... When they went to second overtime, I was like... It was thrilling. They should just call, the, they should just call this game over. And in, in, in the first overtime, where it was, like, um, the, uh, the Knicks have three seconds to score a basket, and they lobbed it in and just got intercepted in the middle of the court. Like, it was um, it was grim. Okay. Uh, I also want to say, twice prediction, Australia are going to win the next Basketball World Champs. Not a chance. <laughs> no, they, they, are, they are looking good and exciting, though. That's my bold, Especially if, if bold ben, prediction. if Ben Simmons plays for them, like, they do have, like, they've got bigs. They don't have, like, A-class talent, but they've got, like, a solid NBA's team's worth of... They could beat the Atlanta Magic. Okay, if they don't win it, then Canada will win it. In a few, in Canada's the, looking good. Not this one, but the next one. Who's Canada's firepower, though? RJ Barrett. He's not in the NBA yet. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, at least going to NBA name Wiggins. Wiggins is trash, man. Yeah, but um, what about um, that guy who Anthony a, Bennett um, does well for Canada? Here's an interesting debate. What about that um, lanky white freak for Miami with a long Yeah, o- Olenek, yeah. Corey Joseph, Get Tristan Thompson. This is a garbage team but, um, with no good players. No, RJ Barrett's going to be a star. Uh, stop, Nate. Is he, a, is he in high school? Uh, no, it? he's at Duke, but and oh, he's, yeah. uh, next year he'll be with the Orlando Magic after we... <laughs> Tank. Uh, well, yeah, actually, we, we won't be able to get him because we won't. Because <laughs> you'll be in the playoffs, eh? Yeah, but... Um, what am I even saying? The NBA's fine. We don't need an extra tournament. No, what was I saying? Oh, you, you State you, of origin. You, no, you've ruined it. Oh, sorry, man. Oh, I can't remember what I was well, saying. Well, I'm going to bring back this next week because I'll, um, I'll, flesh out the, I'll flesh out the story. But you were com- you, you're saying it's not a good idea because the NBA's fine. Oh, no. Here's what I was going to say. You oh, great. Up, I can't you wait brought up Wiggins. It. You've built this up now. Would you rather have yeah. Andrew Wiggins on your team? Yeah. Or Zach Levine? Uh, that's tough, 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 tough. I tough, say tough. Zach Levine. At the moment, today, that looks like the case. I would still probably lean towards Wiggins because like, you can't write him off yet. Let's see a change of coach and Jimmy Butler's gone. Like A, co- a good coach could hopefully bring his potential out of him. Like He did show potential in his first few years, didn't he? But yeah, you're right. Right now, Zach Levine. So... For, for those of you who may be NBA fans just from this season, yeah. the Timberwolves drafted Levine, uh, Levine and they traded him away. For Butler. And you're saying they should have traded Wiggins. But that's easier. In retrospect, yeah. yes, they, yeah. that should have happened. Well, in retrospect, they should have kept Levine and Lowry Markinen and they'd have yeah. pretty, they'd be sitting But if they had, it's it's, a, it's real revisionist history there because they, oh, for sure. Because the Bulls drafted Lowry Markinen even though it was the the Minnesota pick, like they might not have oh, picked. They would have, they would have Johnny Flynn it. 
Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, they took Johnny Flynn <laughs> over Steph Curry. Um, and, he um, did get injured. And I Rubio, think. didn't they? Yeah, but they I mean, took that's, multiple point guards over Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did. To be fair, though, Steph Curry, like, it was, he was a bit of a flyer. And that's why, like, you like it when you see, like, um, Denver taking a flyer on Michael Porter Jr. Anyway, uh, we're way off track. Um, that was a fun podcast. You guys, your emails were the best thing in the world. Thank you so much for them. They weren't the best thing in the world. I though. think you love the emails really way too much. I was, I was we spent it. like half an hour. No, but it's just nice to get nice com- – I'll read you the compliments afterwards. It was like, I, my point is, if we're learning anything from today's podcast, send some, say some compliments to your coworkers or your schoolmates or whoever, your, your family tomorrow because um, it's a lovely thing to say. And can I say you, to you, the listener, um, you look great and um, I really like your shoes. Uh, thanks to everyone who listened to the podcast. We love you. I've been Guy Williams. I have been, uh, je m'appelle Paul. Don't you worry, don't you worry, child. See, heaven's got a plan for you. Don't you worry, don't you worry now.